Hello there and welcome to Belfast High School History Podcast. This is John Wishart and today's topic is going to be on the summer of 69. By the summer of 1969, Northern Ireland could be described as a tinderbox, as a cauldron of tension that had been built up for weeks and months beforehand. Just remember what's went before. So you've got the Derry March, 1968, that Nicra March, that was attacked by the police. You had O'Neill's five-point programme. You had him appealing for calm, appealing for, for peace uh, in his crossroads speech just before Christmas, 1969, 1968, sorry. Only to be followed by People's Democracy and that burnt Hall Bridge attack, which led to even more tension. By the summer in Northern Ireland, things were at a height. Remember, the marching season takes place in Northern Ireland throughout the summer. Uh, these were in orange and loyalist bands with march, and this tends to lead to lots of uh, community tension at that time. And this tension was heightened in 1969. This was sparked by perhaps one key event, and that was what's called the Battle of the Bogside. So the Bogside is a, a large area of Derry, Derry City. Uh, it's highly populated, densely populated as well too. It has big high-rise flats and um, the people of the Bogside knew that the Apprentice Boys March was coming in August 1969. That's a Loyalist March. It happens every year and this year they're determined to show that um, they are annoyed, that they're frustrated and they're going to show this here by um, obviously by having a protest and having a riot. Okay, so what they do is they prepare for this. They raid the dairy in Derry. They steal about uh, 30,000 milk bottles and they fill those milk bottles with uh, petrol and rags, making an arsenal of petrol bombs. What gives them an added advantage as well is that they have height advantage because they use the, the roofs of uh, blocks of flats to give them added advantage over the place who are going to be down below. So the Apprentice Boys March takes place and very soon uh, uh, a riot breaks out. The residents of the Bogside prepared barricades. They are in for the long term here and they very quickly control the situation. The police get involved but they're absolutely exhausted. There's 50 hours, 50 hours of rioting. Uh, the uh, nationalists will control the high ground as has been said and the police cannot really deal with uh, the situation. The Irish government are very, very concerned about what's happening. They threaten to intervene. They threaten um, to uh, even send soldiers across the border. Uh, so Jack Lynch threatened that. Uh, in the end, a field hospital is sent to the border and this enraging units because it almost seemed as if the Irish were about to invade. Um, in the end, the British government intervened. They sent a small British army unit uh, that eventually brought peace uh, of a sorts to the bog site and brought that riot to an end. Things, however, would spread uh, like wildfire to Belfast because residents in Belfast, people in Belfast, were looking at what's happened, uh, happening in Derry, and loyalist communities in particular were very angry. They decided to take efforts uh, into their own hands and they actually got together squads and would start to burn out um, Catholic residents in communities in Belfast. Up to 5% of Catholic homes were regarded as being lost at this time. Seven people were killed and whole streets were 
it burned down, like Bombay Street famously was burned down in Belfast. Makeshift barriers were soon erected to try to protect the communities. The IRA, well the IRA didn't really feature at all. They were not really on the streets, they were ill-equipped. Uh, they did not have the men or the weapons to try to fight back. And soon um, slogans were actually put on the walls saying IRA, I ran away. So this here violence, this intercommunal violence, because uh, there were houses on both sides burnt down, but most of the houses burnt down were certainly within the Catholic community. This led to huge amounts of concern. The British government called over James Hitchester Clark to uh, London, and he was brought in to talk to the Prime Minister. Um, and he was made to agree to this Downing Street Declaration. This Downing Street Declaration this time, in 1969, promised the Catholic community the same rights as Protestants. It reassured Unionists by trying to suggest that their position of Northern Ireland within the United Kingdom would only change through consent, through a vote in Northern Ireland in favour of United Ireland. But it also reached out to Catholics to try to tell them, look, you know what, um, your, your rights are the same as any other rights of anybody within the United Kingdom. There were other measures as well. That Hunt report was brought in uh, to investigate the conduct of the police, the RUC, uh, and it recommended things like, um, uh, you know, disarming the RUC. There were other measures as well too. One man, one vote was told to be bought in as quickly as possible. There was a housing authority to be set up to hand out housing based on necessity rather than religion. And the Scarman Tribunal was actually set up as well to look into the causes of that violence and try to recommend ways forward to prevent that from happening again. However, the key issue was to try to stop the violence on the streets. And the only way to do that was actually to send in British troops so the Prime Minister sent in, reluctantly sent in, uh, thousands of British troops in August 1969. And they, they were sent in to try to quell the disorder and the violence, uh, mostly against the Catholic community in Belfast. And they were welcomed onto the streets of Belfast by the Catholic community uh, because loyalists were um, running amok and were really causing mayhem uh, in Catholic communities. So the British Army were welcomed into places like the Falls Road. They were often given tea and buns which is, seems quite ironic looking at it now. However, this was to be what was called the honeymoon period. Quickly, uh, things were to get out of hand and, and the army leadership knew that. They knew that they were only in there to try to stop fighting between the communities, but they knew that in order to remain part of the solution and not part of the problem, a political solution was needed and needed really quickly. However, that political solution would take years and years to come. Thanks very much for listening.